Renaissance was time of the greatest humankind had to offer in many fields politicians, military leaders, artists, so called scientists, writers, etc. And one of those uh, men came from a little unknown place known as Vinci. He ventured with Borgias, dealt with Medicis, worked for King of France, lived in time of Raffaello, had a feud with Michelangelo, and many more. But he's a league above them all. He is known as Leonardo da Vinci, still an enormous enigma to the modern-day scientists, modern-day historians, and common people as well. He was a man out of time, or better to say, he was the man who transcended time. Luca, are you ready for ancient Italianish yet grounded analysis for Leonardo da Vinci? Oh, and how are you doing? Uh, thank you, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great, uh, as usual. And yes, uh, I'm ready. I mean, uh, uh, turning back the clock, uh, as you are little, uh, you know, you are fascinated usually by athletes where we come from. And uh, da Vinci was kind of first of the big personalities, I believe, I... Uh, I was sort of fascinated with and uh, um, not maybe because of his paintings, but that whole aura that surrounded him and like you mentioned, ancient alien. So uh, there was there was around, I don't know, there was an energy around this person, this historical uh, genius that uh, I just found fascinating. And uh, uh, looking at it now, I mean, uh, he holds, a, he holds a, you know, rights to the name Leonardo. When you say Leonardo, you... Uh, you kind of think of uh, Da Vinci, so uh, really his legacy as a Renaissance man and ju just the man of history, of science, of painting, as an artist, as architect, is um, one of the greatest that uh, of any man that uh, I've uh, had the privilege to study. Yeah, even Leonardo DiCaprio got his name uh, because of Da Vinci, because his mother was looking at some paintings from Leonardo at the moment when he kicked, and you know, uh, just like you said, I was as well fascinated by Leonardo. Now looking back, I think that I think I know for Leonardo since uh, I know for myself, you know. And I, I always knew he's a painter as a kid, but I knew he, he, he had something more uh, around him, you know. And, and his scope of interests is uncomparable and unparalleled by none in the human history and you know he 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 was the painter he was the military architect general engineer musician as well you know he anatomist biologist naturalist whatever you you mention he had some work in it and and that's fascinating that people connect uh, can connect him with anything that that happened in his time you know and uh uh, it's it's uh, uh, you said about him uh, holding the rights for name Leonardo, you know, and he has this quote uh, that uh, the man who doesn't become famous is no more than wood smoke in the wind or foam upon the sea. I tend to make a memory of myself in the minds of others. He wrote that, and and well, he did it. 
yeah, and that's an interesting uh, way of thinking, and I, I, I believe a good one. But uh, as you mentioned, he, he left a, a side of himself in every area that we studied as a human species, even back then. But he, he, even if it was Renaissance and time of uh, a little more openness and less influence of the church, I mean, his work in anatomy, if you think about it, was uh, still dangerous for his time. You yeah. know, uh, the way he scientifically uh, this uh, was researching the body and uh, that famous picture of a man with uh, sprung out hands and legs uh, in, in different poses. So uh, th- that's all epic. I think there's a there's a really part of him in almost every area of the study that we kind of know. It, it, it's crazy. He's a pop cultural legend, you could say, <laughs> in some way. So uh, Da Vinci is really amazing. I mean, he is a he's kind of a poster boy for the Renaissance in, in some sense, I believe. Uh, and like you mentioned, you mentioned before, other great artists that came in his time, and even there he eclipses them because uh, it seems like his works in, in the paintings he produced are even, you know, more left more legacy even than other artists at the time. Even if he was not uh, primarily only the artist, so uh, I, I think this speaks volumes about his greatness in that uh, matter. And uh, uh, when you think about it, uh, so many works have sprung out on him. So many theories of uh, what the Mona Lisa means, what uh, uh, what the Last Supper, what he drew, what he painted, uh, did he went, did he, was he adopted by aliens? So uh, that's all part of his mystique. Uh, so he was really, uh, uh, I, I'm not, you know, uh, you know, it doesn't confuse me why I was fascinated with him. So 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 interesting personality. It's crazy. Yeah, it talks about uh, the, the dogma, the church that was weakened in the time of Renaissance, but also, the, I mean, the man had to go to the, to the caves of Italy to, to dissect uh, humans, to dissect animals, you know, but he was a great philanthropist of his time, you know, not just philanthropist, the naturalist. Uh, I uh, stumbled upon the, 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 the fun fact uh, that uh, he actually bought the caged animals just to set them free, you know, and when he was dealing with, uh, with, with, with the human head, he, he was fascinated with human body. You, you have so many sketches, you have so many works of his, uh, th- that man with uh, four arms and four legs. I, I, I don't remember how the, 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 the work is called, you know, and everything. He, he, was, um, he was the ancestor of the anatomy, like you said. He, he dissected humans. You, you have the first sketches of some organs, some bones. The, the, the human body is made by Leonardo da Vinci. And, you know, and he's... Uh, research his works he his discoveries you know he didn't have enough time to make it he didn't he didn't even have the resources in in some sense but and you know like parachute diving suit submarine uh machine gun military vehicle that resembles the ufos uh probably the, the his version of tank and all those stuff which came centuries after he died and that's fascinating and uh, in some sense he was a revolutionary you know he was a revolutionary because he he, he obeyed the authorities wherever he was not like some i don't know anarchist but like a scientist because he he wanted to know the way how the things works the the, the the humans the nature 
the the the, the mechanics, the, the 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 stuff that humans create, everything. And you know, he was even the one of the first people who explained why the sky is blue. You know. Yeah, and it's. I mean, uh, in practice, when you look at Da Vinci, um, like you mentioned, and he even worked at the court uh, in, in France, which was, uh, you know, one great deal part of his life he worked there. But one of the things that uh, it was funny to me, and I don't know if uh, I found that generally to people to have this uh, uh, kind of. Uh, you know, understanding of it. For example, I don't know a lot about art in terms of painting, uh, like art, but uh, it was always funny to me how people consider an artist, they have this picture of painters and artists in that manner, uh, like these tortured, always souls who live in the streets in this <laughs> bohemian lifestyle. And to some, that was the, the, the true lifestyle, like for Vincent van Gogh. But most of these artists... Uh, some of them lived actually great, and they they worked on the commission. They they, they didn't produce their uh, artworks uh, uh, just out of the blue. They they were asked to draw some painting or anything. Um, and same way it was uh, with Da Vinci. And I I, I believe that uh, Last Supper was uh, created uh, by the order of uh, uh, someone, if I remember correctly, or some other uh, work of his that is great. Uh, so that that kind of fascinates me. But uh, again, when you say uh, Da Vinci, uh, he was. You, we usually associate him with uh, Mona Lisa, and uh, like I said, I don't know much about art uh, he, as a matter of painting, but uh, it's kind of over over it, <laughs> to be honest. That Mona Lisa, but uh, Mona Lisa is also kind of representative of him because he she transcends the times, you know. Uh, from the people were fascinated by that painting for for centuries, and you know, uh, it was funny because I met a few people that uh, saw it and they saw Last Supper as well, and all of them told me that uh, Last Supper was uh, far more impressive um, uh, to see it uh, live than uh, uh, Mona Lisa. But it's it's kind of representative of him because it just uh, transcends time. People are still obsessed about it. Uh, they're still, you know. They, they they have a lot of questions about it, and they, they, that's also about Da Vinci as well, true. Because we still have a lot of questions about it, a lot of mysteries, and uh, in same way, I believe Mona Lisa is representation of extension of him in uh, that way. So uh, you know, I I never from a uh, from this standpoint of a curator of art uh, or enjoyer of paintings because I I don't I don't know and I don't give a fuck to be honest uh, but uh, from this at this point uh, I I truly admire how you can create something that is going to influence and fascinate people I mean five centuries after and it's going to continue as I believe as long as the human civilization exists so uh, on that part you you have you have to admire it even even if you're not uh, I don't know a fan of it or admirer of it strictly like paintings like uh, I'm not uh, truly Mona Lisa and Lisa Brenner other of his works are uh, purely amazing and just an extension of his legacy well, Mona Lisa basically showcases the the investigation and the ideas of Leonardo da Vinci, and and I mean, I doubt that if you if Leonardo was here today, and if you ask him what is his profession, I doubt that he would say artists, uh, because he 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 wasn't profound of art, you know, he don't uh, he, he he doesn't have even many works. He has around. Uh, 
15 works, I think. And uh, it's a shame that uh, actually the greatest work, you know, many artists, I read the articles, think that this wouldn't just be the greatest work of Leonardo, but the greatest work of uh, Renaissance. It was the sculpture of the Duke of Milan. He, uh, uh, he was uh, intended to make it. He has this, uh, he had this uh, the prototype, what is it called? Uh, and, you know, the, the, the metal that should be used for the statue was instead used for cannonballs, for ammunition. Uh, and that was, well, often case in that time. And the, actually, my favorite uh, work uh, from Leonardo as a painter isn't actually known nor the Last Supper, nor the Mona Lisa. It's, it's Salvador Mundi, you know, the, the, the painting that sold a few years ago to this Arabi sheikh for enormous money, you know. And I think that it, there's a general consensus about Mona Lisa that it shouldn't be in France, it should be in Italy. It was made in Italy, it, should, it belongs to Italy, you know. And But his works, uh, you know, I think that painting that art like as i said it wasn't the goal uh, for leonardo it, it just it was just the way to express something more uh, depending on religion or on humans nature anything else uh, yeah it's interesting way to to, to look about it and uh, like like i said the mona lisa was studied for centuries you think uh, it's an alien picture in x-rays it's uh, his uh, female portrait it's uh, uh, i don't know his uh, lover secret uh, yeah even many softwares were 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 created just to analyze the painting you know that face uh, yeah and uh, well, the, one of the most infamous books ever the the da vinci code was uh, you know based around uh, uh, basically whole uh, stigma of uh, Mona Lisa and uh, Da Vinci, but uh, like I said, in that uh, painting manner or, or painting personalities of his, uh, you know, uh, he represents truly Renaissance, you know, because he represents that change. And even one of his most famous designs and uh, his ideologies was that someday men will fly. He uh, obviously he didn't know how will uh, will we fly, but uh, he knew how that we will one day. Uh, conquer the skies, and I, uh, to me, that is a that is a true man who, as we said, transcends time. That that's how I see transcending time. You know that some way, in some way or shape or form, something will happen. You know, you may don't know the details. Uh, like Ray Bradbury didn't know exactly how uh, people will all be connected and communicating uh, uh, when he wrote the the, the you know uh, 451 Fahrenheit. But he knew that it will happen in, in some shape or form. And that, to me, those are the personalities that fascinate me. Because they, they, they know the humankind and they see, they see how we will go. And uh, it was crazy to know that he knew we will fly. He knew this anatomy will be uh, researched and that it needs to be researched and there will be broad developments in it. Uh, and for a man that live in that kind of time to see all that, uh, I, I was always fascinated by those kinds of people and um, I, I think even to that when I see some of his uh, architecture drawing you see a neo-futurism in there you know and, and like I'm, I'm not here uh, uh, such a broad knower of uh, architecture as well but you see some of those works and they, you, you think like 
those could be built today. Like for real, some of the like new futurism works could be built today, and we will be like, yeah, this is the idea of uh, man of today. You know, and uh, I, I'm simply, you know, uh, to to be able to to think like that, think so ahead. Uh, I I think that's something that all of us can learn and, and should learn and try to curate that that uh, almost a skill. Uh, I believe that he had. Yeah, I, I I agree to the part of your previous thesis about how the Leonardo or Bradbury were the men who were transcending time. But I actually think that a lot of common people, a lot of uh, common citizens around the globe through all the times have that vision of what men are capable of. I mean, even though, uh, even two of us know that men will be on Mars one day, like a civilization, like a commu- community. But the difference between guys like Leonardo and guys are, uh, uh, like us is because they choose to act on it. They choose to, to leave their marks, to try to help achieve that dream. Uh, like Leonardo tried, uh, like you said, he, he knew that men will fly one day. And he tried to make some device that will help men try uh, to fly one day. And uh, that's the difference. That's the difference because they are willing to make that vision come true. And that's the important part. And, uh, you know, what's even more fascinating for me, uh, for Leonardo, is because um, he's a living example, even at that time, how education the formal education is not efficient, you know, because Leonardo, Leonardo fucking Da Vinci didn't have the formal education. And look what he accomplished. Look what he examined. Look what he discovered, what he did. That was diabolical. Uh, yeah, and it's interesting when you put it in that way. Uh... Uh, because he had, I mean, enormous less information that yeah. uh, we are available today. But uh, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. With, with so little availability of information to to build uh, something, uh, something is amazing like that. But the, uh, again, he, I think his broad of his broad interests, like list of those interests that he have in various fields. I think uh, whatever man or woman that I met uh, that I thought of as uh, you know interesting and successful and uh, they all had that they all had that part of them uh, but they were interested in a lot of different stuff they maybe were specialists in one or anything but they were truly interested in many like uh, many areas many arts many many different you know interests they have and uh, I see I saw that just as a mark of of a great man, I see that as a mark of a great man that he has so many interests, and that mm-hmm. I, I saw that from uh, Da Vinci himself. And um, when you think about it, uh, uh, crossing to the 16th century uh, and what changes will will find the humanity soon uh, in, in the Renaissance, and were already happening at that time uh, uh, with different, you know, raising of different fields and uh, different kinds of interests of humanity. I think uh, Leonardo was kind of a starting point in realizing that uh wait we need to think out outside of the box you know we need we need to uh, truly dig down deep and uh 
those kinds of people inspire. They inspire change. They inspire, uh, you know, knowledge. They inspire us seeking better and uh, more and more uh, of everything. And uh, I think that's the true legacy that uh, they left. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to compare us with Leonardo, but you know, like just on this thing that he had so many uh, interests. Uh, I think that most of the people have many interests because that's what he, the people do. They they don't specialize in one thing. That that, that that's just for work, and uh, uh, in the economics. Uh, and uh, uh, I mean, just like our podcast, we co- cover the various themes in this podcast. We talk about pop culture. We talk about entertainment, about culture, about history, about Leonardo da Vinci, for example. And um, that's because of the human nature, because humans are curious, you know. And again, they choose to act on it or not. Uh, Yeah, and uh, listen, uh, once again, uh, why was, like, Da Vinci, and there was like he was abducted by aliens. So we made all these studies about him, made TV series, made this infamous book uh, that everybody's you, you know still discussing about. Uh, I think there are really few people in history uh, that you can pinpoint and say those are these people that uh, stirred up such change, stirred up such uh, you know demolition, like Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, no, for real, there even that kind of evil people like there are a few people in history that you could say uh this really changed the course uh, of humanity this man's thinking this man's work this man uh, and that is da vinci uh, that is da vinci and that's why i think he holds the rights to na- that name uh leonardo because uh he really is one of the great minds of of our whole race and um whether it was his paintings uh, his drawings, his work in anatomy. Uh, I, I truly think that his biggest legacy uh, is, you know, uh, giving us again the reminder to 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 seek out, to uh, to always look to something new, to always discover new things, and uh, to think even ahead. And as you said in that, uh, uh, you know, quote at the beginning about uh, being able to uh, stay remembered, you know. Mm-hmm uh to 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 left the mark even on uh, humanity which is perhaps the ultimate goal uh, should be of every human i think uh, that really uh, you can see that in uh, in da vinci and uh, on the little things like mona lisa that we're going to discuss thousands of years ahead uh and his other works and uh, perhaps the man's greatest legacy is his work and uh, i think in that manner he definitely succeeded in uh, making us uh, remember him yeah, like he said, a beautiful body perishes, but a work of art dies not. Uh, it's interesting to think about uh, how Leonardo would hmm, find himself uh, in in today's world. You know, would he be flipping burgers in McDonald's, or would he be mostly mistaken for Leonardo DiCaprio on the street? You know. Or just fighting a, a, a bunch of lawsuits about copyright and patents. But what do you think? If Leonardo was alive today, how would he deal with the community, with, with, with the world, with the nature? Uh, I, uh, 
the only thing that would interest me about thinking about Leonardo da Vinci in today's time is would he be billionaire of NFT, to be honest? Like, would that be his art form, the NFT? That, that would be interesting to find out. Like, uh, And what would be his take on today's paintings? Because I see some shit that's sold for the hundreds of millions of dollars and I don't like I, I don't know shit about paintings, but come on, like uh, those are sold for millions and millions. Uh, would he be a, a NFT billionaire? Man, that would be that would be interesting to find out, to be honest. Uh, but um, I think he would fit in after some time. <laughs> uh, he would fit in and uh, be cool about it, and probably uh, you know take Mona Lisa out of Louvre. Uh, but uh, um, uh, probably one of the few people that could adapt. Well, you know, who who knows? Uh, maybe he would just suicide uh, uh, <laughs> from all this craziness uh, that's happening around the world. Uh, uh, but um, on some sense, you know, uh, he's the man out of time. So uh, I think he would be glad to see that we are flying. Uh, uh, and a bunch of other things that he, he, he predicted. So, uh, you know, uh, I think he would look go on a tour to see uh, what did we invent in these 500 years and he's done, when he's done, you know, uh, do some NFTs, make some money <laughs> off that shit and, uh, you know, just close the book. See you later. Yeah, I think he would be fascinated with the avail- availability of the information he could gather on the internet, on the World Wide Web, uh, on, on all bunch of websites. He, he would open that notebook and I, I think he, he, he would... Um, find the address of bill gates and get his fucking notebook back <laughs> he bought you know and yeah but probably leonardo would fit in probably with the resources we have today uh except of the nft technology uh he, he would make a good money <laughs> uh I, maybe he, he would have some partnership with Elon musk i suppose and you know, but um, there's a there's a, there's a little argument on the Reddit actually that, that the people who actually just sit on Reddit uh, accuse the, the Leonardo to be a proca- procrastinator, you know, a, a serious procrastinator. And yes, he he had just a lot of works he he never finished, but that's because he he worked so much in his life. For example, the guys from Reddit who didn't even work a single day or created anything except the tweets and reddit uh, yeah i mean really hypocritical of reddit to to, to speak that but uh, i i have to hand them one thing you know if you want to find shit on some person like go on reddit i swear you will find the most vile <laughs> incriminating cases against them uh, so that that's the use of reddit basically so what what the fuck do they know about his procrastination listen uh, it's a mark of an artist uh, not just a painter uh, but uh, filmmakers but uh, uh, writers you know we, we, to have a couple of unfinished uh, works i i think that's the mark of every artist so uh, i don't hold that against him uh, i think that uh, kind of makes up his mistake even more. And you, you know, he, I think he he could write with both hands. That that, that was yeah. a cool. Uh, just just to throw out a fan fact there, I think mm-hmm. he he could write with two hands. So uh, that's kind of fat. Yeah, and one more interesting stuff is that uh, we do not know for sure where his remains are after the French Revolution. So that's uh, that's a good material for ancient aliens. And ladies and gentlemen, for the, you know, 
quote of the week and a couple of words on our language, you know, uh, since we were talking painting and artistry with Leonardo da Vinci, uh, I was thinking about quotes from one of our greatest painters, uh, Mirdrag Dado Djuric, uh, who was, you know, surrealist and uh, uh, even Salvador Dali uh, hailed him as, uh, after him, he was the only worthy surrealist uh, uh, that uh, should be mentioned even uh, in the world of paintings and art. Uh, uh, and, and he was kind of asked uh, one time, in a very long time uh, ago, in an interview about the correlation of life and happiness, you know. Uh, and he said, uh, of course, in our language, Sreće to je detalj, to nije smisao. Translated, that would be, um, happiness isn't, uh, it's a detail. It's not uh, the meaning of, of, of life, you know. Sreća, uh, happiness, life, život, and uh, smisao. Uh, meaning. So those are the words of the day, and uh, I think uh, you can think about that quote. It's uh, very meaningful anyway. Uh, stay safe. See you soon. We stay genuine, uncensored, and unscripted, and we always will, as we have to order our usual. Share us and subscribe us, and stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!